Hello and welcome from the White Claw Hard Seltzers Overtime. Coming at you for the next two hours here with Davis Rangi alongside producer Matthew. Um, Jake Miller will be joining us after the first segment. He had a little work business he needed to take care of, but we're here for you. Uh, we're ready to get the show started. And obviously, right off the top, massive, massive <clears throat> game tomorrow night, TBA, 7 o'clock. Your number 10 Tennessee Volunteers taking on the newly ranked number one Alabama Crimson Tide tomorrow night. And, you know, this is just uh, – I don't even know. This is a seismic game in the season, man. You've had uh, two straight weeks of bad performances. Really, uh, I would say four and a half straight halves of just terrible basketball. And then against Missouri, you finally flipped the switch. You found a little key with the small ball lineup of the four guards and a walker in there and – you know, I think that's something that you're really going to have to convert to tomorrow night because if you try to go out there with the three-guard lineup and play small and uh, how we usually play, we're going to get run out of the gym. You know, Alabama, fast fly, they run around, they shoot a ton of threes. It's layups, layups, dunks, threes. That's about all they shoot. It's rare that you will ever see them shoot a mid-range, kind of the complete opposite of what we're used to from Rick Barnes. And, you know, it's just – it, it's a mass. There's no way to underestimate this, man. This is going to be a huge matchup. There's, uh, you know, I've got some keys down to the game. What I'd like to see coming out of the gate. So I've got five keys that I'm going to say, and then I'm going to let producer Matthew give me some of his keys. My first key is to start fast. You know, we we saw this with Missouri. Also, we started fast, but do not let up. Don't let your foot off the pedal. You get a lead on these guys in the beginning. You cannot let up. Whatever you do, you cannot let up. You got to keep your foot on their neck. Don't give them any chance. You know, uh, this is their first game as the number one seed, our number one ranking. They're going to have a little butterflies, and this is the first time that they've probably had a real target on their back. And I, I think they said last night it's the first time in 21 years that they've been ranked number one. So, you know, this is new territory for them. We've been up here before. We're used to having these high rankings and being these kind of big games, at, uh, especially at TBA. So that's going to be a big key tomorrow, starting fast and making sure you get on the right path and jumping all on them. Uh, my second one would be limit turnovers slash be aggressive down low. I mean, we talk about it, especially with the team against Alabama. You do not want to turn the ball over. You turn the ball over against them, they will go out, fast break, they will get a bucket 90% of the time. Uh, you want to limit your turnovers, make sure you're crisp in your offensive sets and that your offense is running smoothly. You don't want any dumb turnovers, anything that could really lead out to any breakouts and make sure Alabama – you want to limit them as much as possible from any offensive possessions. Now, my third point is rebound, all caps, rebound. You don't want to give them any second chances. I mean, we see it all the time, ranging from college to even the NBA. I mean, you see it all the time with the Golden State Warriors. But anytime somebody gets a second chance off of missed uh, off a rebound, it's a three. It's a kick out. I mean, you see it all the time. Usually, off offensive rebound, it's usually they get a wide open look from three and. Most of the time, that's money, so that's a big key. No second, no third chance opportunities. Get the rebound, and let's push it down the other side of the floor. Fourth key would be small ball. I want to see the exact same lineup that you had Saturday. I would honestly start the game with that lineup. I mean, you've had – that was a great half of basketball. You scored 53 points. It was fun. It was exciting. It was what we've been waiting for all year from this offense, and – you know, Bama's is going to play fast like that also, but you got to throw them off. I don't think they're expecting you coming here and score 53 points tomorrow in the first half, but you come out there and you play like you did against Missouri in the second half up until when Ziegler fouled out, uh, they're going to be shook. 
You're going to punch them off the mat, and I don't know if they'll be able to get up from that. My fifth and final key would be play loose. Play fast. Be aggressive. Just go out there and hoop. We talked about it last night, but just go out there and play ball, man. There's nothing to be scared, timid, nervous about. Just go out there. Try your hardest. I mean, you've got nothing left to lose in this game. You're not expected to win anyway. I know the BPI gives you a 69% chance of winning. Um, but right now, man, you're in the biggest funk you've been in all year, and you got the number one team coming to town. Just lay it all on the line. you got nothing to lose, and I'd like us to go out there just all out, leave everything on the floor you got, and uh, just live with the result. Yeah, I got some. I got three keys here to harp on or basically reiterate what Davis said. My first key is you have to limit Brandon Miller. He's averaging, what, 22 and a half points per game? Leading freshman in the country. Yeah. So if you limit him to just below his season average, I don't know who's going to guard him. If Julian Phillips is on the court, I would prefer him. since Uh, If he's not going to play tomorrow night, I would honestly put – Start Mayshack yeah, on May him. Mayshack on him, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, Josiah Jordan James is not available probably tomorrow night because of his high ankle sprain. My next point is to get out in transition. Don't do this thing where we get the ball and we get a steal and we have. Slow we just, it down. We just pull it out. Yeah, yep. you don't, no need to slow it down. Take it to the basket. Whoever the reps are, they're going to know it's going to be a physical game. They may let. They may let the, the guys play all night, or they may call little ticky-tacky fouls here and there to even it out. But you can't slow the ball down against Alabama. You have to match their intensity because they, they could come in here and punch you in the mouth mm-hmm. and run you off the floor. My last point is, to what Davis said his last point, just to do not care about getting pulled out. Play your game. You have to play your game in these type of games. You can't. Keep looking over your shoulder, see if you're going to get taken out of the game because you have one defensive, ba- like one bad defensive possession or one bad offensive possession. You just have to go out there and hoop. It's all about taking it to them, matching their intensity, and punching them in the freaking mouth. Exactly. I mean, we, we talk about it, but that was the first time Saturday night that I think really we've seen Tyreek Key be aggressive. He was loose out there. I mean, he didn't look scared or anything. We've seen – I mean – Go back to even the Texas game. I was there for that game. I think he only attempted maybe one or two shots and even airballed one. Mm-hmm. He was he was wide open a few times and he was scared to shoot it. But you saw him Saturday, no hesitation, just absolutely confident. And, you know, that's what you need to see tomorrow night. And, you know, talk about being aggressive. It was two years ago that we had come off with the Keon and Jaden team. We had come off a great, great win at um, Missouri. And we were playing the best basketball of the year so far. And we come home to Alabama and Alabama starts chirping in the shoot around when you're coming off the floor saying, we're going to knock you around all night. And sure enough, they did. They came in here and uh, dominated. And you got to have a different mindset tomorrow night, man. You got to be, can't be soft. Don't let adversity knock you down. You got to be ready to go. You got to take it. This is one of those games where it, it's a swing game. You beat the number one team in the nation. It's a swing game. It's a momentum and I'm thinking back to what we did against Alabama football. I mean, you beat Alabama in football, you beat Bama in basketball. I mean, if you beat Bama in all three major collegiate sports, which are basketball, football, and baseball, you would own Bama for the when, year. When is the last time that's ever happened? I mean, I mean we haven't beaten Bama been, since 2006. Yeah, 2006, yeah. So, so I mean, at least then. Yeah. And it's coming up on 17 years. Yeah. And, you know, Alabama's even beaten us before in basketball when they've had mm-hmm. the lesser team. So, but anyways, we'll go right to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines where we have Martin standing by. Hello, Martin. Uh, not too much. 
You doing good? Bullsaw was in St. Baptiste. Starting to, to be a walker tomorrow night. I would love it. That's really who I want to start, Martin. I want to see the exact same lineup we saw in the second half of um, Ziegler, Viscovi, Meshack, Awaka, and Key. and Key. Yep, that's who I would start. That's why I want to start in lineup. I, I about sitting and figured that out myself before college. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really the first time all year, especially with that lineup. I mean, everyone from – one through four can switch all positions, and even Awaka could probably guard a little bit of the perimeter if he needs to. And, you know, that just gives Alabama a different look because they're going to go five out, maybe four out, one in, and that, that might throw them off a little bit. Yeah. And I look for them to put Mayshack on Miller, and I hope Mayshack's up to the test. Yeah, I think tomorrow night you just got to tell Meshack just that's your only job. Do not worry about the offensive end. Just be an absolute nuisance. Deny the ball. Just be Pat Bev. Yeah, grab him a little bit when the refs aren't looking. Get in his head a little bit. You got to throw him off the game because, like producer Matthew said, you you stop Brandon Miller, obviously you're going to stop this Bama team. He's a top five lottery pick. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, he is. He may be the first one selected. I think uh, Victor Wimbenyan is going to be the first one just because he's such a freak at seven, seven two, seven three. Plays like a guard. Yeah, he he's pretty unbelievable, Martin. Him and uh, Scoot Henderson. They're uh, Scoot Henderson's from Overtime Elite, and uh, yeah, but Brandon Miller may even be as high as three on uh, some of these draft boards. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, I like to see him start. I know they probably won't start him, but I like to see Tobel. A Walker start tomorrow night. I, I really do love Toby. You know, the one thing about Toby Awaka is that he's not soft at all, Martin. You know, no, we, he gives you his all. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes with Olivier and Euros, they get pushed around a lot, and sometimes it feels like they're not giving their all. And, you know, we need to, uh, a enforcer is my word tomorrow night. We need an enforcer with a Walker tomorrow night. And Maysack and Ziegler give their all every time he step on the floor. They sure do. I, that's that's the two guys. I I mean, we talk about not having many dogs on this team, but Ziegler and Awaka are your dogs. They bring it every single night, like you just said. All right, boys. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Martin. All right, bye. Yeah, great great points by Martin, man. Yeah. I mean, you got to – I think he agrees with me, and I think everybody else is looking out for it because I'm very interested. I think that's going to be a big part. You know, we'll we'll see what the starting lineup is probably, I don't know, 30, 15, 30 minutes before game time. Yeah. And I think if they switch it up and, you know, it, I don't really expect him to. I think if Phillips or even Josiah is healthy enough to play tomorrow night that they're both going to get the starts, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yep. I would like them to switch it up because, I mean – I don't. I, you don't think. I don't think Bama's preparing for this lineup. No, really, my thing is, I'm thinking about this because who's the who's their center they have? Is it Clowney they have? Yep. I mean, how tall is he? <clears throat> Probably seven foot. Noah Clowney is six ten, two ten. Yeah, six ten. So I mean, you put a walk in there. He's what six eight. I mean, he's undersized, yeah, but he can get rebounds. Like my thing is, I'm thinking thinking how Rick Barnes is going to think. He's going to think of a matchup. He's probably going to go. He's not going to put a walk in there. He's going to put Olivier in there, and then Olivier is going to get basically clowned out of the paint because he's not going to be able to get a rebound. And you just put you got to put Toby Walker in there because he, he can go get you rebounds. Clowning is going to absolutely eat up Olivier in the paint when it comes to second-chance points, I well, feel like. Well, if we're going to go match I mean, I worry, you know, Clowney's 6'10", and you, you got Euros, 
He's obviously seven foot one, but yeah, slow. Can't guard. Can't a, move. Can't guard a phone book. <laughs> I mean, like couldn't guard a brick wall if you stand in front of it, man. Yeah, I, if uh, man, I don't know. If you go out tomorrow night with the uh, Euros and Olivier starting backcourt, then. Oof. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. But I mean, they're going to get up there because, I mean, Clowney can definitely run the floor. Brandon Miller can definitely run the floor. I mean, it's just going to be hell if you have Euros and Olivia out there who can't. I mean, Euros cannot get up the court more than four or five times in a row. No. Well, we got uh, Jake back with us, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, stay with us. You know. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. Thank you, Davis. Thank you, Matthew, for getting us started while I was down in a hole covered in primer and glue. Anytime, man. Sounds like you had a great day. Eventful day. Look at my hands. Eventful Valentine's Day for you. Yep. God forbid we take the wife out to eat, right? Yeah, wife, fiance. Fiance. Same Same thing. thing. Yeah. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Phil is next. What do you say, Philly? Jake the Snake. Phil, did they kick you off the drive earlier? They sure did. Yep, they did. Why? Because I, I'm more knowledgeable than they are. They didn't like it. Well, I mean, that's... I said every time, time we do that checkerboard stuff, we get beat. Said uh, 80% of the time he's right about the checkerboard thing, and then they flushed him. You know, that's why Bear Bryant and W, you know, they're just gasping for straws right now. Tell them the truth. Well, I mean, they can gasp for as many straws as they want. I mean, the bottom line is we know what we're talking about when it comes to basketball knowledge. We know more than what the advanced analytics are going to tell you, and we're by far the superior basketball show between the hours of three and eight. I mean, Phil, think about the checkered. Started with Oklahoma. Even before, you want to get rid of this past year. Oh, we did it for Ole Miss the year before. For basketball, we did it for Arkansas last year, but I don't even consider that a huge game. We did it for North Carolina. They came in here and beat us. I mean, yep. seriously, besides like this past year in athletics, when has checkered really gone well? Hey, Phil, let's go back to the first time they ever did it. 2006 against Kentucky. What happened? We lost. Well, pretty much says it all, don't it? Kind of like the orange pants. Never wear those again, please. <laughs> I still have a pair of orange pants. Please, please never wear the orange pants ever again. I look good in them. I, I, Tennessee ought to wear those uh, same uniforms they wore against Texas if I mean, try to get some good luck. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I love those. The cream, I love. yeah, those are my favorite yeah, so far. Nice. That Nike is even made for us. Guys, all, all honesty, so I – what was this 69% chance Tennessee's going to win this game tomorrow? Where is this coming from? It's coming from ESPN. That's yeah. uh, the BPI ranking. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take any merit out of it at all? Well, we had a 94% chance to beat Missouri and a 97% chance to beat Vanderbilt. And, like, uh, what was it? Like it was high like, 80s to beat South Carolina also, right? Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, football, yeah. Yeah, and so much for our great three-point uh, shooting defense uh, the last two games. Well, I mean, you got to think about this too, Phil. I mean, ESPN. I mean, might as well call them ESPN CNN at this point because that's uh, that's all they care about. They care about politics more than they care about sports. Hmm. Well, that's a, I guess another show for another day, buddy. I can go on for hours. They got me at a good time, Phil. They got me fresh out of work, mad at the world. Huh. 
Well, tomorrow, uh, y'all talking about this small lineup. The only problem is Alabama's going to start two bigs with Brandon Miller. I, I I don't know how we can match up even when we play a small lineup. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm trying to think because what you've been doing clearly is not working. You got to try something different. If you get absolutely trounced in the first five minutes, switch it up. But I feel like you got to come out of the gates trying something different. I, I would start uh, a do in a walker uh, at the. Yeah. Inside. I mean, if you want somebody that's going to bring the fire, Toby Awaka yeah. is going to bring it. I love that guy. Yeah. Because yeah. that now guy's going to get in there and guard, battle. The rest of our guards, uh, we don't even have a guard that can start at Alabama. No, no, we do not. I mean, do you think. And they got six guards they play. And Quinterly comes off the bench, and he's probably better than. Oh. I, I don't know if I put him above Ziegler, but he's pretty damn good. He mm-hmm. He would start here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Who's that other freshman they got coming off the bench? And then they got they got two freshmen come off the bench, don't they? Yeah, I was I was just I doing I was just doing the numbers, Phil. Uh, the last two games, teams have shot twenty four for fifty one from three against us. That's a forty seven percent. But we're so good at defending the three. Well, we just got to hope Alabama takes for granted, but they won't. They see orange, and they play They play above their ability when they see us. Any team that wears red, Phil, we have trouble with them. Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas. South Carolina yeah, might be the one outlier this year. That uh, key to a victory, I just don't see it. I mean, I hate to be negative, but I don't think we'll have a chance at all when Nah. Phil, I think we're going to get beat tomorrow by at least 10 points. I really do. I, Is he on line out yet? I haven't right. seen one. I don't see one. I'm about to look for more, though. I mean, well, Phil, surely Phil. won't be favored by 13, yeah, right? Phil's the one who broke the 13-point line, and we were laughing about that for 20 minutes. Because it was comical. Fa- wait, wait. We're favored tomorrow. Stop. By you got to be kidding. Tennessee by two and a half. What? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I'd take Bama in the points, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd yep. take the money line. I'd take the money and run. Call me Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, Rick Barnes is going to have to – he's going to have to get more guards than playing. I, I mean, I don't understand. they still got three guards are not playing. They're probably just better than the ones that are playing. Phil, would you uh, would you say that within the first four minutes, if you see a lineup consisting of Euros and Olivier, that you're just going to turn you're the TV, you're, you're going to turn your TV off and yep. check the score on your phone? That's, I agree. Poor old Euros, uh, he's just a and the combo. I mean, he had that one great game, and he's just gone downhill since. You know, yeah. he has not had a good game since uh, Texas. Texas. If Euros is on Noah Clowney tomorrow night, uh, I may lose hope. Who's the player at Alabama they say is injured? I've been hearing rumors on that. Let's see. Hmm. Injury. I might have to find that one. Yeah, I'll have to yeah, look that up. I definitely have to look that one up. I have not had any touch with the real world today at all. So y'all not going to be on tomorrow since they start seven, right? Cool. Correct. Fortunately. So we'll have we'll have our uh, uh, drinking beer and uh, and ready to fire coach on Thursday. Um, it's Sounds Bet- about right. It's uh, Charles Bediaco, me questionable. Huh. Well, they got they they, they got depth inside. They got that guy that transfer from Furman. And they got uh, Clowney. I mean, they're not hurting for inside players. 
or they could go small. They could put Brandon Miller at the four. Yeah, they Brandon, really could. They could put Brandon Miller at the five, probably. And just play like that. I mean, against us, yeah. absolutely. Euros ain't going to do that to him. No. Fake tough That's, guy. I mean, could you imagine Euros trying to guard Brandon Miller on the uh, perimeter, man? Uh, <laughs> man. Uh, I would have a better chance uh, winning the lottery than Euros stopping Brandon Miller. It don't look good, guys. And then you got to go to uh, Kentucky Saturday. Uh, I'd take a split if we get one this week, but I just don't see it, do you? No, and the thing is, Kentucky's finally started to turn it around. It seems like a granted they lost this past weekend. Did they not? Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean. I don't know, man. I've, I, if you want to save your season in any sort, turn it around at all, you got to win at least one. Can't go over for 2. Yeah, because you're going to A&M the next game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier either. I feel it. It really does seem like Jerry Green 2.0. Well, it's, it's lining up like that. Look at our schedule. I mean, good Lord. When they got to their last eight games, they lost the first five of them. Our last eight games, we have lost the past two. Well, guys, I hope you all have a good uh, Valentine's Day because I don't think I'll be wanting to celebrate Valentine's tomorrow after the uh, the corrupt tide comes to town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're going to. They're going to do what they do. They're going to pay players because Bear Bryant, and like you said, Phil, it all started at Kansas. Bear Bryant brought it to Alabama, and it never left. Who would have thought that Alabama would be better in basketball than our football? Isn't that something? That is the craziest thing. Like I, Which, I mean, I'm not really surprised because Nate Oates, I mean, he is. I mean, we knew this last year. I mean, he is a good coach. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about Nate Oates. They gave him a contract extension. Damn it. He's uh there till 2029 according to his contract so oh, we have man. to back the bank brinks truck up if we want him we got the money well we still got we got regular season wreck though even though regular season aren't looking too good right now you know uh, the regular season ain't looking good i just i don't know i've heard people say well this means it's going to be flip-flopping like by what knowledge by what knowledge is that even an argument I'm just tired of looking at him, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I am too. I'm not going to lie, Phil. I'm not even going to fake I want, it. I want a young gun over there. We need a young coach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm we got in football guy, and baseball, and it's worked. Yep. Yeah, you got to get, get young, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's what you have to do. The, of course, Barnes might out, uh, outlast Holly Jolly. See you. Appreciate the phone call, Phil. I was I was looking at numbers here. Yeah. Our leading rebound news, Olivier, at five. Yeah, uh, Alabama has two guys that average eight, which is Brandon Miller and then Noah Kalani. So that's yeah. basically only 16 boards. And then they have another guy that averages five and a half, basically. So rebounds is going to be the key to this game. So what you're telling me is their third best rebounder is our best rebounder. Is on par with, with Olivier Kamwa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we, we set up before you got here, but if they get an offensive rebound, second chance, they're kicking it back off for three. It's open three every time. Like, you're going to pay for it every time. I mean, we see it every single game. I've, I've watched – me and Davis have watched Ben and Sims for numerous Grizzlies games to where we can't get the rebound, open three, bang. Every single time against the Warriors, Celtics, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, hell, the Celtics shot 51 threes the other day, and we only got three offensive rebounds. That's insane. That's, uh, that's, that's yep. proof in the pudding, man. Yep. It is what it is. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Jason in Georgia is next. What do you say, Jason? Hey, what do you say, Jake? I'm tired, man. I hear you, brother. You were hey, you're working overtime tonight. Literally. 
Oh, man. Okay. So, I don't think we have a chance to win at full strength. But we don't have a shot if we don't have Phillips and or Triple J. No, they're, I mean, that's the thing is I don't even know why we're favored in this game tomorrow. You said we're favored by two, two and a half? Two and a half. Okay, yeah, yeah take, half. take Alabama money line on this one. Yeah, there's no doubt, man. You can bet the farm on that. I mean, that's uh, like this past Saturday. I didn't think that Missouri would win. I figured they would cover. I thought it was a fake line, honestly. 13. That's a big line. Yeah. 13? Yeah. yeah, no way. Well, i tell you what. I promise you this. I bet you Nate Oates would find uh, some playing time for B.J. Edwards. Play, playing time for him, for Freddie, for DJ, for all those guys that aren't getting to play. Pretty much our entire scout team, who our scout team, our scout team is putting a whipping on our starters. And you got to think, mean, three of those guys are top one hundred players. Yep. I just, I mean, why would you bring Freddie buckets in early if you're not going to play him? I've been asking makes, this. I've been it, asking this question for the past however long it's been, man. It makes no sense. It makes I mean, no sense. unless he wants to get started earlier in school, which doesn't add up. <laughs> hey, I don't yeah, get it. Who cares, man? You think he's going to? You think he's going to school right now? No, no. Yeah, it, it makes zero sense. I don't. I don't understand the rationale there, and I don't think we'll ever get an answer. But I mean, somebody needs to figure out what's going on over there because. I mean, to have those three cats on the bench, I mean, you know, I would imagine B.J. gets some good run tomorrow night if Triple J and and Phillips is out. Like, you know, if both those guys are out, I mean, you would think B.J. has to because he's athletic. I mean, Alabama's going to be the most athletic team we've played all year. Well, you were ready to fight us last week after we told you what to watch. I, listen, I was ready to fight you because I did not need to see that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was just telling you the truth, man. Golly. I, that hurt my feelings, man. Yeah, that I just mean, made me even more frustrated than I already was with this team and coaching staff. Yeah, I mean, I it's, just, just, it's frustrating, too, from the perspective of, you know, this is not the first time that this has happened. You know, bringing somebody in early just to redshirt them with no intention of playing them. I mean, this has happened. What's the benefit? There is no benefit. benefit. And I mean, if you have to, if you have to throw BJ in there tomorrow, once again, you're asking him to come in the biggest, literally the biggest game of the year, and try to produce when you haven't prepared him all year. Like you're asking too much. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, let's just go ahead and run you out there now. I mean, what? I, I, I just he could have been playing all year long in a lot of these meaningless games and getting some court time. I mean, I, I just – I don't understand the rationale. I mean, I mean, why not play uh, him against what? A- UT Martin. UT Martin. Uh, well, well, hell, we were yeah. up by how much on Georgia? Yeah, Georgia, the South 40, Carolina. 30 points. Yeah. South Carolina? Yeah. Why not play how him the a, whole second half against South Carolina? How is a walk-on? How is a walk-on getting more runs than – than a top 100 player, top 25 point guard in the country. It makes absolutely no sense. I'll tell you what's going to absolutely send me over the edge because I'm, I'm about there anyway. But when JP comes in here next year and, oh. and he does not get any playing time because I've seen this guy play on film, look up his YouTube clips. Jason, I encourage you to do it as well because he's not here yet. 
But once you yeah, watch I, how he I've plays. Seen, I've seen Estrella. Yes, sir. And if he underutilizes that or just doesn't use it all, how mad are you going to be? Oh, dude. It'll be time. It'll be time at that point. I mean, you have got to. I won't shut up about it. it. No. I mean, and I think I think so many people would be on that train of, what are we doing, man? And, and really questioning the legend Rick Barnes. I mean, all the fans come through. I don't care. You've got to evolve. You have to evolve. And and if you're not growing with something, if you're not growing, you're dying. And and I just uh, you can bring good players in here. Somebody said it the other day. Uh, it might have been Houston on three and out, but he said, you know, or it, it might have been you. I don't know. Everybody runs together. Uh, um, but they said um, Barnes takes three and four stars and, and maximizes their potential and just squelches a five-star and constricts them to death and squeezes the life out of them. And that's, that is the truth. If I'm a five-star and a top top 50 player, I'm not even remotely considering coming here. Mm-mm. I mean, think about it. NATO, who would you rather go play for right now today? Oh, if I'm a five-star and I'm a high school basketball player, I'm going to play for Nate Oates. Yep, it's, I mean, one hundred percent. People still go to Nate Oates, still go to Duke, North Carolina. Like, I go to sh- Musselman. Well, what's my call it? Xavier and play for Sean Miller. The guy, the guy who yeah. called in yesterday that said we get the five stars who are already well off. They're not looking for a bag. I Jordan, mean, he's part. Yes, Jordan. He's he's right about that because we got a bunch of nice guys, nice guy five stars. We don't yeah. have any dogs. Yeah, we don't have any dogs. Nice right. Right. Well, boys, I hope we can uh, do some sort of damage tomorrow, and and uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, shock the world. But I, I'm not holding my breath. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not either, man. <laughs> Guys, I am pulling up to my son's first uh, varsity baseball game as nice. a freshman in high school, and he's nice. getting to start at shortstop tonight. Come on. Congratulations. Absolutely. Nice. That nice. is awesome. Congratulations on that. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, it's going to be fun. We all have a great rest of your show, and uh, we'll talk at you soon. Sounds good, Jason. Ooh. Hey, man, now another factor. Alabama gets to play the underdog card. Yep. There it is. They're going to come. There it there. goes. There it goes. They don't believe in us. Yep, there, there it is, man. There it is, the underdog card. Uh, She's going to have Tennessee by two and a half plastered on the locker yep. room when they walk out yep. Yep. everywhere. Yep. On every single locker, you get tape it. tattooed on their neck, basically, man. Uh, I mean, let's be honest here. Jordan, what Jordan said yesterday was perfectly correct because the question is not if Rick Barnes win. Win. It's when Rick mm-hmm. Barnes just underutilizes every five-star or high four-star talent. Man, I mean, I, I mean, I'd rather go to. You know, I, I would have rather played for Will Wade. Yeah. In all honesty, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at who he's put in the league: Nas Reed, who's now a great player for Cam the Timberwolves; Cam Thomas. I mean, uh, Javante Smart, even Trenton Wofford. Trenton Wofford, yep. who plays for the Trailblazers now. Yep. All right, the list goes on. I mean, if I'm a top fifty player, I'm looking at I'm looking, I, in the SEC. I'm going to play for Musselman. I'm going to play for Oates. I'm going to play for Ball. Uh, no. Not Bruce Cal Perry, Cal Perry, uh, Will Wade if he was still at LSU. 
Hell, I don't know. I might but, play but, for Mike White this point. Hey, I mean, Car- I play for Kermit, even, man. Ca- yeah. Even Kermit put yeah. Terrence Davis in the league. Yeah. 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 I mean. And then if you look outside of me, I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to UCLA, Oregon. They always have a great program. You say Arizona already? Yeah. Michigan. Kansas. Uh, I don't know. Xavier. Uh, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana's put some dudes yeah. in the league. Notre Dame. Eh. Is that Coach Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, Hello, Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. It's his last year. Jay Nivey, Carson Edwards, Zach Eady now. Yep. I mean, uh, Houston now, I guess, basically, because of how good they are. Quinn Grimes yep. plays for the Knicks now. Yep. I mean, we're, we're going – every single guy that we listed is like a significant or a, role a, actual role player in the yeah. NBA. We don't have a single one of those guys since Tobias or Josh Richardson. So. Yeah, I mean well, – hey, Grant, Grant, oh, Grant, Grant, excuse me. Well, Grant. we got Grant, but everybody else is in the G League and floating back and forth between 10-day contracts. And, I, I, I mean, I would say Tobias Harris is a role player. But he didn't play yeah, but he, he yeah, I'm Bruce just product. the latest guy. Oh, yeah. I just completely forgot about Grant, but Josh Richardson's just bouncing around. But Grant wants $20 million. Good luck to him. Yep, good luck to that guy. Good luck to him. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More of your phone calls coming up. Are you tired? Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio, and back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines we go. Larry in Georgia is next. What do you say, Larry? Fellas. Larry. Happy Tuesday. What's up, man? I'm, I'm going to change this to a happy Tuesday here in just a second. First of all, Davis, Matthew, fantastic job, fellas, filling in when you did. You guys, you do a great job every night, but you did a really good job tonight. That was uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yep. Appreciate Just that. want to give you guys your, your props. You deserve it. Yes, Thank sir. You. Appreciate that. Thank you. No worries, man. Like I said, keep up keep up the good work. You guys are you guys are. I think you guys do better than than some others that we won't mention that you know maybe may or may not have shows on this station. But anyway, <laughs> um, just you know, just throwing that out there. Uh, so so real quick, I, I'm going to change from basketball because I'm tired of. I mean, you know what? Hashtag fire Rick Barnes. All right, I got it in. So now I want to change off of that. I, w- I know it ain't September yet, but I want to talk about football for a second. Um, I would love to, for you guys to connect me and Jason at some point because I want to find out what area of town he lives in down here. And, uh, and shoot, I'll go support his kid at, at a high school baseball game. No problem. Uh, um, deep if South. It's, if it's deep South? All oh, right. Yeah. Well, like I said, get, get him and I connected somehow if, you, if y'all can. Um, you guys can figure that out. But, Will do. Um, I'm I'm laughing because I truly have some friends right now that are UGA fans down here that are really starting to actually almost panic about this coming season. Believe it or not, uh, because, because, because they're, Mike they're Bobo. A, yep. yeah. What's that? Because uh, Mike Bobo. Well, they've they've lost an, again another group of of players, um, whether it be to to you know what are going to be drafted, moving on, whatever transfer portal. Um, they're gonna have, they're gonna have freaking Beavis as their quarterback for crying out loud. That in and of itself is is hysterical. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you got Bobo the clown coming in to take over and and run whatever offense is gonna be left. I mean, I don't blame them for being a little concerned. But honestly, tell me you tell me your thought. My thought is that the East at this point is wide open for us to take. Well, 
I don't hold on. I just we said the same thing. I know we said the same thing last year. They got all these guys going to the draft from the defense, and they just absolutely they honestly they probably might have been better this year st- mm-hmm. statistically on defense than they were the year before. And Beavis, as you call him, I, good comparison. But Beavis could probably just hand the ball off and throw screen passes, and they'd win ten games. Well, another thing too, he's still got Dale Earnhardt the tight end. Yep. And Brock Bowers, yeah. 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 Give him a got, screen pass, 30 yeah, yards down the still field. Got, what, Washington, too? Yeah. Darnell Washington, yeah. he went to draft. He went to the draft, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. But they're still loaded. Yeah, but but look at Bobo's track record. How is he going to use these guys? Uh, he does not have a good track record. Play. I'll give him that. I mean, let's be honest here. It's Kobe no, Smith that's calling the plays. No. Uh, yeah. Maybe, Defensive but I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just telling you, what I'm, what I'm hearing living down here, there are some people really starting to get nervous about this coming season. So, well, I got uh, all summer to worry know, about it. Trying to go win something in basketball. Them or us? Them or both. They don't care. We ain't winning crap. So, I mean, they're, they're, we ain't – yeah, anyway. Um, I, you took me back there, Jake. I was having a great conversation, and you took me back down that rabbit hole, and now i got to <laughs> think about that doofus on the sideline again. And, dang. All right, well, fire – Fire Rick Barnes. Let's go. All right, fellas, have a good night. I'm pulling in in the driveway. You guys have a good one. Love talking to you. And uh, go big freaking orange. Appreciate the phone call, Larry. Can can either one of y'all give me some insight on Bobo the Clown? Well, I'm searching through dogs 24-7 right now, and uh, they're a bit freaking out. Are they really? First one is this is BS, but actually spelled out. I don't know why they're freaking out. I mean, gotta trust Kirby on this. We've officially handed the keys to a weekend dirt track racer who's just thankful thankful to be there. SMH can't hate hate on uh, Munkin. Was nice to work with a quality professional who knew what he's doing. Don't blame him for wanting that bank. And they can't even spell, man. This is like where did he go? Who Todd Munkin? Yeah, he went to the Ravens. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Offensive coordinator. Yeah. Hmm. You guys want an interesting statistic? Sure. Since Jordan. Jordan's got all the info, man. So in the 2008-2009 season, Texas started 11 and 2, number 5 in the country at one point, finished 12 and 10 and lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament. 09 to 10 started 17 and 0. Obviously, number 1 in the country. They finished the season 7 and 10. Lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament and in 2010-2011 Started twenty three and three, reached number three in the country, finished season five and five, lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament. Whew. Sounds like a mirror image to me. Yep. So what I'm seeing here, like, and someone correct me if I'm wrong. Before conference play starts, Rick Barnes gonna have you in that conversation. Oh, well, yeah. Once conference play starts, that's when it all starts going south. Did, did Texas win a Big 12 championship during that time? I don't know if they did or not. Which, granted, we won one last year. But, I mean, you got to think there, like after the loss to LSU, I mean, we thought we were about to just go on a downward spiral yeah. last year. Set five, that was bad. Set five and five in the last ten. We yeah. are uh, one and three. We have six games remaining. There it is. Oh, no. There it is. So to even match that, I mean, you got to go four and two, and and I don't see it. Four wins over the next six games. That means you got (laughs) to. Vegas believes in us still, somehow. They also believe that Tyrese Halliburton isn't going to score twenty plus every night. He had thirty and twelve last night. 
Mm. That line is mind-boggling. Well, that it never changes from 19 or 20 and a half? No, I'm talking about our, the past two lines for us have just don't make sense. Yeah. Two, two and a half, minus two and a half, and then minus 13. I mean, Missouri was an all-time money grab, man. Yeah. And this might be, too, honestly. Yeah. I, I, mean, just, I mean, we're making people rich, I guess. Yeah, make, I mean, Missouri plus 13 was free money to me. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they'd win. I knew they would cover. I just didn't think they'd win. I thought they had a shot, but I, I knew it was going to be a tough game, but I thought that was going to be one of those games, like, you win in a close fashion, and then you just regroup and get ready for Bama, but... Coming off a loss like that, it uh, pushes the – I mean, we've said it before. Phil said it last night, but there's no urgency. There's no urgency with this team. You're just basically being complacent. You're like, ah, oh, eh, regular season's going to crap. But, I mean, we got March, right? Uh, uh, eh, well, yeah. you don't do anything in March either, so. Very lethargic, as some would say. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm looking at tomorrow's game, guys, and – I. <sighs> I can't get up for it. I, I, I'm a watch. Uh, I'm not gonna go. Uh, I don't feel like spending two fifty for a ticket right now, especially with uh, really busy right now with school and stuff. But I mean, you're allowed to have a little bit of lack of urgency as a program and as like an organization if you had postseason success. Yes, you can BS your way through the regular season because you know you're gonna turn it on in March or playoffs or whatever whatever you're it doesn't matter college basketball nba nfl, NFL mlb it doesn't matter what but when you not don't do anything in the postseason there's no room for that man and it's just you can't have it both ways it's kind of like georgia man georgia was coasting in the regular season i mean look at the warriors now they yeah. just won they just came off a championship and they're barely above 500 but you yep. know come playoff time um, they're gonna turn it on yep. playoff stuff and, and Game six, Clay. Just like the same with the Miami Heat, Jake's Miami Heat. They're they're finally turning it on a little bit, but Jimmy Butler will be ready in the playoffs. Yep. He'll put up forty and thirteen. So will uh, I mean, if the Lakers make it, I, I wouldn't want to play the Lakers first round. Nah, but I mean, it just goes to show, man. Like you can't you can't have the both. You can't not have postseason success and not be urgent. Yep. Not have any regular season urgency. That's what the Grizzlies don't have right now. No urgency. No. And- yeah, we were talking about the Grizzlies before the trade deadline and how if they didn't make any moves, then it just showed they do not care about making a deep run in the playoffs. Oh, no, they made they tried. I'll give them that. They, I mean, uh, they offered 16 picks for Kevin Durant. Yep, and we Good offered night. what? And four, four for Mikael Bridges yeah. and Mikhail, yep. three first-rounders for OG. Yep. But we offered I, I don't know how you don't accept that, but, you know, it is what it is, and – Try again this summer. Call Brooklyn again this summer. See if Bridges is. We uh, offered we offered every single pick and every single pick, pick swap, swap for, for Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant, which is sixteen in total. Yes. Over the course of the next what five years? Uh, probably to like twenty twenty nine. So six years. Yeah. yeah. That's insane to think about, and the fact that that wasn't accepted because I don't know. Obviously, there's not as much logic going into these, but you know, you think all the time. It's like, well, if someone could foresee the future. Like, if someone knew that Victor Wimbanyama was going to be what he is five years ago, people would start trading and trying to find ways to get every pick that they could for this year's draft. Well, the thing is now, like, players that are getting traded, they're getting traded to where they want to go. It's no yes. longer, oh, we're going to take the best offer. It's yep. where I'm going to go because they could be like, and call the agent, oh, well, we've got a great offer to send Katie to the Grizzlies. Oh, well, he doesn't want to play there. Oh, well, then we're not, we're not going to offer 16 picks if he's not going to want to play for us. I mean, the only player you 
can think can't say that about was Kyrie. Well, that yeah, the Nets owner. That's another thing. The Nets owner had a much better offer from the Lakers, but he was his ego was too big, and he didn't want to let Kyrie go where he wanted to go. So yep. he let him go to Dallas for a worse deal. Yep, bag of chips and a bag of beans, basically. Yep, and a yep. used Tide Pod. Yep, half eaten apple. Yep, half eaten a mango kiss. and half eaten apple and a yeah, half eaten banana, man. Yeah, maybe a grapefruit, a kiwi. <laughs> yeah unpop popcorn just the kernels trade that in for rick barnes right now maybe some melted butter some stale bread <sighs> man. some fruit of the loom i don't want to get off on the grizzlies tangent man i would just lose my mind on this show well good thing coming up at the top of the hour we're gonna make our picks to see who's gonna score 20 plus tonight i feel like i did okay last night I feel like Bryce and I did pretty well. Well, some good news for uh, you betters out there. Steven Adams will be back after the All-Star break, so you only got one more game, and then you'll get your 10-rebound prop back. Yeah. Thank goodness he's coming back. Yep. They said he was uh, – I mean, he's money on that like Clint Capella is. Yep. They say he's doing a full workout today, drenched in sweat, a like two-hour workout. So, I mean, surely to God he'll be back because you got about a week and a half after the All-Star break yeah. to rest even more. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't fill all your holes, but uh, I mean, it does. Have damn, holes. have they been exposed without him? Yep, rebounds. Oh. That's why you miss Kyle Anderson and Melton. But yep, what do I know? Well, yep. let him walk. I mean, what do we know? Let him uh, walk and get worse. Yep. yep. What do we know? Apparently nothing. No, our word is never taken into account. No matter what, there's people listening to this right now that think that we're just a bunch of idiots. That's fine. That's fine, because at the end of the day... We know what we're talking about. For the most part, yeah. I sleep good at night with my uh, yep. opinions. Yep. I sleep every night, my head on that pillow. Hey, man, I was right. it's all right. All three of us in this room, including Bryson that's not here, we called this little uh, snow... I don't even know what you call it. Just a downfall. Slippery, yeah. Well, a slippery slope. That we are. Take that, Mr. Supercut. Stay with us. Overtime continues. More Fan Run Radio on the way. So you're watching the 